I consider it a lie because all these big buildings that you see in this area and you see, this is a, a result of the the gangsters that they're on the government because they're gangsters. Victor Rolon right there, he's bitter about corruption in his country. We talked a moment ago about the idea of getting lost in Mexico City. Well, disappearing, vanishing in this place is not some idea to Victor Rolon. On February 17th, 2011, Roland's nephew, police officer Adrian Dominiquez Roland, disappeared in the state of Michoacan, along with a fellow officer. Roland became one of the 26,000. That's the number of people who have gone missing in the past six years in the drug wars. Well, this week, the Mexican government, after years of inaction, created a special unit to search for the disappeared. But Victor has already been investigating his nephew's case for two years. He's a soft-spoken man who says he learned his English while an oil industry worker in Houston watching Sesame Street and going to language classes. He was always fearful of his nephew's decision to join the Mexican federal police. He was a regular guy like everybody else and has dreams and, you know, lived a normal life. And he was very proud to to be a federal police because he likes to do something for the community to change the way the the things that were happening in Mexico. So he, he was really proud to be a federal police. So wearing the uniform of the federal police made him proud, but it made you think he was a target. Well, we knew... Every federal police was a target because all the killings in in uh, Michoacan, they're targeting to the federal police. And we knew that he probably someday he he's gonna be killed or kidnapped or something. So, and we knew the the problem. So when did you learn that he had become one of the twenty six thousand? About. Over two years, over two years, uh, my sister got a call, and um, my nephew's ex-girlfriend called to my sister and and told her that uh, Adrian uh, uh, was reported missing, another co-worker. So since then, we don't know what happened. All the federal police... uh, says, well, we don't see anything, we didn't see anything, we didn't hear anything. Uh, nobody knew what happened. It just simply vanished. And uh, we don't believe that story because we as a family, we investigate and we, we went to the places and talked to people. We find out that um, my nephew's superior was blocking the search for my nephew and his co-worker so that's the reason and what we heard was the uh, supervisors they sell their own people to the cartels so when they own money or they own uh, drugs and they they don't know how to pay them they pay them with their own people and that's what I Every time I call, I talk to him on the phone or on email, I, I tell him, just quit. Just quit that job and just find another job. And he said, no, I am really like the federal police. I, I'm proud to be a federal police. 
Do you think you know the supervisor who might have sold your nephew out? Yes, I have, we have an interview with, with him, and I asked him, well, you said you called them to find out about where they were, and you said you called on his uh, cellular phone, and you called on the radio, because they have a radio, and we have the statement from the phone company, and your phone is not on the list. How is that possible? Also, we asked him to uh, search those phones, and he said, well, we, ha we have not the technology to search those phones. And we called the company, the phone company, and, and we asked him if it is possible to search or look for the phones. And they said, well, it's, what we can do is just make a triangulation and find the closest tower where the phone was getting signal. That's what we can do. And, uh, and the supervisor says, well, we have not the, the, the technology to, to search. This is another lie. Do you think the government doesn't care about this? They just don't want to think about it? Absolutely. The government doesn't care. The institution, the federal police, doesn't care because they've never investigated I've been in contact with uh, families or another federal police, and it's the same. It is the same. They never make an investigation. They never uh, search for them. Basically, they close the case because they never investigate. How powerless did you feel in Houston, knowing these details, these circumstances from your family? Ah. <sighs> I feel really powerless because I have nothing. So, like, I already lost, I don't know how, how many jobs because I have to go back and forth from Houston to Mexico. I lost already my house. I lost already my car. And what is really aggravating is that after traveling, driving, I find out that there is no line of investigation whatsoever. There's none. So the government's given up. Federal police have given up. You've lost so much. Why don't you give up? Because I'm sure no one, no human being, is going to give up another human being life. i just going to keep... Looking, are you going to keep uh, fighting? Are you going to keep looking, searching until I know the truth, until I find out what happened? And I know sooner or later this supervisor is going to end in, in jail because we have so much evidence that he, he is responsible for the kidnapping of my nephew and his co-worker. Finally... Do you think somewhere Adrian knows that his uncle stood up and fought for him, stood up to the gangsters? I'm sure. I'm positive that he knows that. I'm really positive. And, um, we believe deeper in, on our hearts that uh, Adrian is alive and Adrian is someplace that he can, he can live. Victor, thank you so much. 
thanks to you and uh, hopefully outside Mexico internationally make pressure on the government to do something about it and change this horrible story that Mexico is living now. Victor Roland's nephew, Adrian Dominguez Roland, disappeared in February of 2011. NYC Now delivers the most up-to-date local news from WNYC and Gothamist every morning, midday, and evening. With three updates a day, listeners get breaking news, top headlines, and in-depth coverage from across New York City. By sponsoring programming like NYC Now, you'll reach our community of dedicated listeners with premium messaging and an uncluttered audio experience. Visit sponsorship.wnyc.org to get in touch and find out more.